Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. Sorry, I forgot. Oh. Oh, what? Now. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, I thought I was Matt. No. Oh, no, I'm Zach. You're Zach. And, and I'm Isai. I love, um, um. Smoked meats. Um, no, I was singing and about. twins. Green Bay, I, Green Bay Packers. I was thinking. I was trying to remember the lyrics to the and twins song <laughs> that come after I love, but I can't I love, it. oh yeah. Something at 3 a.m. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, and twins. Hell yeah. I don't know that song. I was trying to think of a wrestler what? that sucks that Isai would be mad if I said he liked. Tai Chi. How do you not know the and twins song? I, is, I can't use the religious excuse. Yeah, because it's a beer commercial from like 2010. I wasn't allowed to watch beer commercials. I was made to. I was told to leave the room. Straight edge. <laughs> yeah, they're like, get out of the room. They're talking about it. Um. Yeah, we are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Um, check us out on. Just go there. Go to jizz.biz because you jizz. are nasty. You are. I'm nasty. not saying if you're nasty, you are. Y'all are nasty fucks. Oh yeah. We're past the point of pretending you're not. Yeah. Um. Yep. 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 Listen to We Do Keanu. It's almost over, and it's just is sad. Hmm. I've had a good time. Yeah. Such a good time over here in the Eavesdrop Podcast family. Just go to ease-drop.com and just fulfill all your needs, all your laughter needs, all the needs of um, talking about things that other than that are things that sometimes things that aren't funny get yeah. brought up. It's a real life situation. Yeah. Get on it. Yeah. Um, and then check out my new podcast, Diesel Dudes, where we talk about Vin Diesel and Diesel Jeans and um, how diesel fuel is destroying the world. Oh, I actually found out something. So my last job, I uh, will not dwell on this too long, but my last job, uh, you know, what heavily centered around uh, selling things for people to do auto detailing supplies. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I found out that diesel bros are a real thing. It's a gang. <laughs> Tight. That's sick. It, that's exactly what I thought. And then do a little research. Not sick. Oh, so not yeah, sick. I believe it. Are they all truckers? Yeah, and they have like stickers. that's like my motor's louder than your girlfriend last night. Like it's like these ki- it's like that kind of humor. Like my my other ride is like your your girlfriend's um, uh, privates or something like that. I would love it. I would actually love a bumper sticker that actually said exactly that. <laughs> my, my other ride is your girlfriend's private. <laughs> uh, let's get into the week of. Wrestling. So right, um, right from the top, we got to say R.I.P. to the Pat Pat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So sad. Um, Isai is uh, too sleepy. Um, like no, legitimately, the Isai needed the, to sleep. Gotta get um, <laughs> I was hoping he could give me a little history. I know Pat Patterson was the dude on um, Legends. Legends, who like came Legends out House. right? Yeah. So I mean, I can give some history on Pat Patterson for sure. Please, yeah. Um, in ring wise, so he he was a wrestler, um, first Intercontinental Champion, mm-hmm. uh, won a prestigious tournament that definitely actually happened in Rio de Janeiro to unite the North and South American Championships, um, become the Intercontinental Championship, uh, which 
fun fun thing that a lot of people just like don't realize in wrestling that's why the intercontinental champion is is below the world championship because the world championship technically has to be defended on three continents to be a world championship interesting there's actual rules to that yeah uh, in kayfabe it has to be on three the intercontinental was just was two 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 continents makes sense Um, yeah so um yeah first intercontinental champion um suit you know really groundbreaking wrestling world as a wrestler and then like or so he's known as a backstage person at wwe um he's like it's been vince's right hand man for forever um it was like him pat it was like pat patterson vince and bruce pritchard were like the people in the like late 80s early 90s just a fucking um, rat pack baby <laughs> basically yeah um yeah and so and then in the during the attitude era is known as one of the stooges for vince <laughs> um didn't uh, didn't, then, didn't he create the royal rumble that's what they were saying he, yeah it, it's his concept that he came up with so that's and he's he's known especially backstage for being like a genius for match finishes mm. like that was always his thing was mm-hmm. coming up with like new like finishes for matches and like he's the person like you'd go to for a good, <laughs> like a good finish for your match um and um out, outside of the the wrestling world also um kind of pioneer in like being a queer person in in the wrestling world um yeah, he's gay he had i think his partner's name was louis that he was with for like 40 plus years before louis died um yeah and uh was it was kind of an, just an open secret in the wrestling world for forever um and uh, there's some really, really good interviews with him about it, especially um, on Stone Cold's podcast. If you can find that old episode, it's, it goes through his whole life and talks about Louie and stuff like that. And I think he talks just about, re-released it. So, yeah, talks about his like, you know, fear of like coming out to promoters and stuff like that. And, um, and then eventually like publicly came out in the 2000s on Legend House. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought um, it, that he wasn't public. He didn't publicly decide to to come out, but it was like, yeah, it was that thing of uh, one of those like not so secret secrets of the, the wrestling mm-hmm. world. Yeah, everyone knew. I mean, to the point that like the the kind of one controversy he's ever had, it's called the, the, the ring boy like controversy because there there were, used to be ring boys at WWE that basically like, come set up the ring and stuff. They're like kids in each city mm. and like. He was accused of like sexual misconduct with one of them mm. um, from everything that kind of came out about it. It seems like he was it was a scapegoat for him being gay. Mm. That was like, oh, so he must be a pervert. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing substantial ever came of it. And um, it, the, the you know, obviously you always believe victims and stuff. But the, the facts do kind of seem like he was scapegoated for it and had to leave the company for a while mm. because of it brought him back but yeah yeah r- real sad the the legends house thing i've i watched the clip forever ago but it reminded me of uh the metallica documentary um where it's all these like big buff macho dudes and then they're mm. all crying together and it's really yeah. sweet and the thing with that too is like everyone on the show is kind of acting almost like a little surprised and stuff and so it kind of shows that it was like obviously like faked a little bit for mm-hmm. its reality TV. Yeah, yeah. Because every everyone knew. Like yeah. I've I've heard people interviewed that knew him and stuff like like 
yeah, everyone knew. Like everyone's always known Louis was around. Like yeah, yeah, and know, that's it was it wasn't a secret. And but like still, I think there was them. The crying was like legit for them, like being happy for Pat to be able to say it. Yeah, it. that's it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and that's like another weird fold in because if everyone knew, I'm guessing Vince knew. Oh yeah, and it's just another weird fold in his fucking psychotic brain, Vince. Like. Yeah, dude. Have you heard some he, of those? I mean, this and this could I, this territory might not be obviously it's un it's it's unsubstantiated, but it there's like rumors out there that Vince has had some uh, some of his own dalliances, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously only one person's business. But yeah, uh, yeah. And, oh yeah, it's just Vince to me seems homophobic as hell. Oh, probably. So. Think, <laughs> hey, hey, like Pat! That. I heard you're gay. Listen to my farts. That's probably the extent think, of it. I don't think he really cares that much. I think it's very much like nine, like nineties, like nineteen nineties level of like it's okay to have like if you have a gay friend, oh they're cool, but then yeah, still like make jokes and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. oh, I love watching Will and Grace. I love watching them homos. <laughs> oh yeah, find the uh, the I just remember like what some late nineties, <laughs> early two thousands interview of uh Eminem justifying while calling his friends the F word is not actually uh, offensive to gay people. Uh that's that was just the mentality that sort of ran wild, that was running wild all over us <laughs> as a society, an American society. Yeah. But yeah. R.I.P. Pat Patterson. Um cool 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 guy. Cool um, dude. Yeah, it was really cool seeing like there's like Sammy Zane's tributes to him cuz uh he's also French Canadian. Oh, so, like, okay. Absolutely, you know, would be a legend to to Sammy and and Kevin. Totally. And... Oh man, let's... y'all, we got so much. I mean, there's just so much wrestling let's... to talk about from this. Yeah, it was a wild week. Let's talk about Raw first, dude. A sudden death triple threat match. Could you even fucking believe? Sudden death. It's just the same thing as a triple threat match. Who died? Yeah, you just got to throw a sudden death in there. Um, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle died. Oh. And, and AJ Styles, uh, he murdered them, and and now he and uh, he gets to sit on the shoulders of Big Jordan and uh, yell at Drew because uh, they're fighting at TLC for the toy. Oh, that's yeah. that's uh, cool. AJ's not going to really- win, but hopefully it'll be a good match. No, he. I mean, he's not, but also at the same time, like, I'm glad it's him because you know a lot. The kind of reports are out there that it was supposed to be Strowman. Strowman got hurt. Yeah, so that's why they did the angle to like write him off TV with the headbutt to, to Adam Pierce. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, uh, and this is going to be a way better. And that AJ was like, they were saving this feud for 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, we're gonna get Drew's best. Yeah, right. Like matches as champion for sure out of out of this. Um, and AJ has that credibility that you could like totally believe they would just do a random switch. You know, like. Well, he's a shithead heel. Completely, yeah, and, and it's not just like totally like you know it's gonna happen. Like we assume Drew's gonna win, but if AJ won, be a surprise, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be like out of the blue. Yeah, AJ well, does yeah. kind of have that equity. Like we watched him. I mean, obviously it's a different story, but you know we watched him take that WWE title off gender just on an episode of SmackDown. So it's you kind of have that thing with AJ of like, no, he's he's good. Like he he can break that mold kind of a thing. But, well, uh, and that happened. A, that happened with Randy just recently. Like Randy won, and then Drew won it back, and then Drew yeah. won it back. Yeah. 
So they so. could do that again. It wouldn't feel weird. I don't think. Mm. I don't yeah, know. Like, toss it around. Whatever. We don't even. It's a fucking empty arena. You know. Oh. We're in the Thunderdome. Toss that title. Let me have yeah. it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I have a, I have a spreadsheet with a timeline of of all WWE titles in it, and go back to the the Attitude Era, and those reigns were real short because there were enough people that could all like hold the title. Oh, yeah, incredibly be champion. There was there was Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Mankind, like. All of them would just pass that title around. And Jesus. then there's always like Undertaker in, around as well mm-hmm. that could hold it. And like it was like had so many <laughs> credible main eventers that, you know, we just haven't had that in a while. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. We have not. Uh, we, you know, we have had, I think we've had three within the year of 2020, it fucking feels like, uh, is a Symphony of Destruction match. Why? Elias and Hardy again? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why? Fuck, dude. I don't know why, but I'll tell you what. But what? <laughs> fucking Jeff Hardy goddamn nearly snapped his fucking neck on that <laughs> in the end of that match. He had Elias set up on a table, some tambourines on it, and uh, he did a swanton like, from the top rope to outside of the ring and just folded himself in half between Ugh. like the table and the ring steps. But it's okay. He started. Then he picked. He won. And then he won, and he picked up a tambourine, and he started playing it. It's just so funny, because... He's the, not 19 anymore. He's not. He's, Darby shouldn't even be doing that <laughs> or, shit, but he does shit like yeah, that. Or 16, like he was when he actually debuted for WWF and lied <laughs> yep. about his age. Yep. <laughs> he's like, there's another guy out there in another company fucking taking... Being a young version of me, I still gotta do it. But, uh... And none it, of them hold a candle to those psychos in, uh... I guess I shouldn't say the word psycho. That's not... That's offensive. Um... Those those guys in Japan just breaking their necks for fun. You watch those videos of the of the Japanese wrestlers training, and it's just stretching your neck for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. neck bridges yeah. for like thirty minutes straight. Commentary cracks me up though, when it's like, now this is a match type you've never seen before. It's a symphony of destruction. It's like I feel like you just had one two weeks ago. They, They're always they on did. Raw. They're always on Monday Night Raw. It's not something we've never seen yeah, before. We, we had that one with Strowman. That was the first one. And then we've had at least one more since. Yeah, and Elias has been in each of them. So it's like, come on now. Is Strowman dead? Is there any way to rebuild him? He got injured. It was supposed to be, I think right now they were supposed to be, you know, putting the fucking, turning the oven up for him, but they're popping him, popping him back in the microwave. people have cared? No. 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 I mean, like, they got to do something different with him. And I don't know what that is. Like, he, they so quickly turned him into, like, Second half of his career, big show. Oh, yeah, that it, it's sad. Seriously, like, oh my god, seriously, where it's like one week he's a heel, one week he's a face. There's no real effort to uh, to to differentiate why. He, he, yeah, they do the celebrity stuff with him, like they did with Big Show for a long time. Like, just the wow. comparisons are he's like, big. so obvious. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a big guy. He's, he's a big boy. Big boy. <laughs> um. Oh man, I'm just looking through the raw things. I, I watched the Hulu cut, which is exactly half the show. So there's just a shitload in here. So we don't even have to go through all of it because it's not even the cool. most exciting stuff going on. Cool. Um, you know what though? Oscar and Lana beat uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, and they are going to be fighting at TLC. Announced. So um, tender love and care. No, it. I. I. As much as I want to see Oscar with all the belts all the time. Uh, I don't think that this is 
a spot where they're going to do it unless they want Shayna or Nia to go back to being singles because they're definitely going to break up the moment they lose those titles. I mean, they yeah. have to. And it's, <sighs> you know, it's Asuka not. Asuka and Lana is a bummer tag team to me. <laughs> I mean, like, you do one like, like perfect wrestler and one person who's trying real hard. <laughs> exactly. Like, man, I, I saw some clips from the Lana documentary thing i haven't actually watched it but like i i definitely do like feel for her as a person oh yeah i respect you know, she's her trying she's trying so hard but like i you know not everyone's meant to do everything yeah like, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and yeah for sure i think it's one of those things where being with oscar you know, does a you know it raise it's it's intended to raise the credibility of Lana, but the unfortunate fact is sometimes it maybe feels like it's pulling Oscar down to the level. But what are you gonna do? Uh, Cedric Alexander beat Xavier Woods in a singles competition. Fun seeing uh fun seeing uh, a singles competition with Xavier. Very good wrestler. He's very mm-hmm. good. Uh, and then triple threat match. AJ Styles wins, goes to TLC to fight Drew. Cool. Other That'll shit happened. If it's important, I apologize. Okay. Tight. You, I feel like Wednesday, the Wednesday shows are probably going to be the most important to go through. So do you want to just go through? Yeah. Let's, let's just smack it down. Let's just go I through say, it. I, I say that as I also still need to pull up. <laughs> uh, it was it was a show. It happened. Uh, I saw- the main event was, was sick because it's just furthering Kevin Owens stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw a gif of Roman Reigns uh, beating the shit out of Otis with uh, so, with the ring steps. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. All right, I got results pulled up. Yeah, so show basically like started with like Kevin like basically goading like Jay and Roman into getting like a tag a tag match going. Mm. Um, basically saying like, hey, you know, fight me right now, and I'll and Jay accepted for Roman, which was a mistake. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, we'll speak for him. I love the way that the story is because on last week's episode, Roman was like, he doesn't fear me. Fix that. And like, it's such a small little thing, but Kevin isn't scared of Roman when as a viewer, we're assuming everyone should be scared of Roman. But Kevin's not. Kevin's no coward. What if oh, I mean, that makes me so afraid that Kevin's just gonna get put in his place? He's gonna have to go. Gonna have to go. He's gonna have to go to timeout. He's a uh, are so they uh. We'll we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, keep going, Zach. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to, but Bleacher Reports uh, recap only has the first segment on it. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> oh, because on the mobile, there's like Secret Arrow. You gotta. Uh, but yeah, and it's not loading yeah. anywhere. Uh, it looks like the next match was uh, Natalia versus Bailey uh, with yeah, Bianca Belair. Yeah, that that was pretty interesting stuff. Like Natalia winning. Mm-hmm. It was like B- B- was... because Bianca distracted. Yeah. But but even from uh, Survivor Series, Bailey's kind of having to like rebuild herself after losing that title. A little bit, yeah. And she's like, I mean, she lost because she was basically being a shithead, mm-hmm. like. It yeah. wasn't even like a distraction to like too much, you know, like it was just kind of like her, like she was doing a lot of Natalia's moves to her and like, kind of like, just like 
showboating and stuff, and like that ended up leading to Talia winning. I'm excited because it seems like with um, and it looks like here from just what I'm reading the uh that Bel Air's interference, which helped Natalia get the win, is leading to a feud between Bailey and Bel Air, which I think mm. pro- on the promo scale is gonna be so fucking sick, and then athletically gonna be so sick. It's gonna be really good. Bailey, like Bailey, is like right there as the best women's wrestler in the world. Like you would just like she's proven that she's not as flashy or like yeah. in some ways she's like i think she's very much kind of like the randy orton like mm. she she's less boring obviously yeah. like she because she's not boring but like she's just technically solid like but think- she's she's even the total package like with as a heel her promos and her in-ring like banter is incredible so like as a face it wasn't I didn't care oh, no. about her as a face and as a heel. I love her and I can't yeah. get enough. They, they obviously wanted her to be the next, like the women's John Cena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just look at how they package her as a, as a face and, and everything. And they forgot to the step like that got John Cena to where he is now, where he is like, you know, the little kid favorite and like, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Was that he had to get over first? Mm-hmm. Had like an edge to him. He had to have a spinner just, belt. He had to have a rap career. Yeah, they just like they never did that with Bailey. Mm-hmm. So like they forgot that step. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, yeah, it's been great seeing her come into her own again. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So after that, we got the Pat, a Pat Patterson tribute match, a six man tag with all former Intercontinental champions. Ooh, oh, that's cool. In it, yeah, it was is. Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, and Big E versus Sami Zayn. So not the current Intercontinental Champion, Dolph Ziggler and Shinsuke. Mm. And, yeah, but that's Bryan- that's a team I'm kind of into. Mm. <laughs> um, it was it was really fun. Like it was a really really good match, and D. Bry won by beating Sami Zayn with a, a small package. Like rolled him up. So that's keep their feud going too. Hell yeah. Like, it was a cool like tribute matches and all that for Pat Patterson, and they they brought out the original uh, uh, IC title belt Ooh. out to ringside. Oh, that's rad! It. It was really cool. Yeah, um, and and for it keeps the the current going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big E has new music done oh. by Wale. Oh, sick. okay. So that's sick. Wale's a huge wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and um, Buds didn't. No, that was Megaran that helped them write raps. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, that was Mega Ram. Wale, Wale, Wale officiated the rap contest, though. The yeah. rap battle. And he always does Wale Mania at, at WrestleMania every year. That's like the biggest party of WrestleMania weekend, basically. Mm-hmm. Apparently mm-hmm. bought the Going and Raw guys a beer at a takeover once. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, Wale. Uh, then we got Carmella and Sasha Banks like side-by-side interview, which these are never good, ever. Uh, <laughs> they never are. The side by like, there's been a couple good ones ever, like the side by side WWE interviews. They're so rare. Like, mm-hmm. I think Going and Raw brought it up that like the last good one they remembered was Austin Aries and Neville, <laughs> um, which would have been like WrestleMania 33. I feel like NXT had one not that long ago with uh, uh, Santos Escobar and Swerve when they were feuding. They had oh, yeah, a that thing. was pretty. It yeah. was all right. NXT one. NXT does good ones. Yeah. Um, Finn had one with someone in NXT too. Mm. That was if I remember. But on WWE but, television proper, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, 
that and also Carmela has this thing where she snaps and like the video cuts out like an old tube TV. Cool. <laughs> like it like shrinks down into the middle. And it's it's baffling. She's magic. She's yeah, magic. She's magic. She degrades all her TVs into old ones. That's cool. That's cool. Um, You're not supposed to fuck with those old TVs, by the way. They could those old tubes. They could blow up on you. Cool. Kill you. Um, then we got uh, King Corbin uh, beating Murphy, and uh, King Corbin has some new muscle. The Forgotten, yeah, see, new- the forgotten Sons? I had forgotten that they even existed. I did too. Is it Sans Riker? Yep. Yeah, no Riker. Yeah, the other two guys, they shaved their beards. Um, Corey Graves didn't recognize them for a minute, which is hilarious. I like, hoped I hope that was shoot. <laughs> I think it was. I hope so too, especially because like, Corey Graves would have been in NXT with, with them. Like, Blake and... Yeah, I don't even know what Wesley Blake and Cut Cutler. Wesley, yeah, yeah. So he was definitely an NXT with Wesley Blake. Like Wesley Blake yeah. was around forever. So. so they, they, so they're complete. Are they? Do they have different names, or nope. are they still the Forgotten Sons? No. Well, they're just. I think they reference them as the Forgotten Sons, but like they're not in Forgotten Sons gimmick anymore at all. Okay, they're just yeah. clean shaven Corbo friends. Yeah, yeah, and they had like blazers on with hoodies underneath. <laughs> Yeah, it was a real weird look. Okay. All right. But Which, hey, Corbo, Corbo needs friends, especially if he's going to fight the Mysterio family and be the new Seth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do, you know, I there was a couple times watching, and I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm just remembering it fondly, and it wasn't. But I, I remember enjoying some of the stuff from Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake in the Forgotten Sons, like, tag matches when they were with, like, I think they were feuding with Imperium or something. There was like they could do some fun shit, but uh, you know, as far as like a, a solid base of like a big big boy, like with a lot of meat, you know what I mean? Like those kind of guys, they were still pretty athletic. But uh, I just don't see I don't see this being something that's going to elevate anybody. Well, yeah, that's why they're they're Corbo's goons. Corbo's goons. I miss Bo Dallas and uh, his friend Kurt Hawkins. Was his that who fr- it was? Bo and his friend Kurt. Yeah, dude. The B team, them. B team, yeah, They're still technically aren't they still? Signed? No, one of them got let go. Kurt, Kurt Hawkins, Kurt, got yeah, let Bo go. Dallas never will because his dad was. Except that his dad was fired, which is weird. Dude, hell yeah, though, dude. Fuck, dude. Hell yeah, fire the dad, dude. If I say, dude, fire your parents. You can do that. Um, oh yeah. Then it looks like the main ski was up next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we got main event of Otis and. Uh, Kevin, weird, weird team, big boys. I mean, it makes big boy sense. Baby faces, yeah, yeah, it makes sense, but it is still kind of weird. Kevin, um, uh, versus Jay and Roman. Roman didn't come out at first, you know, like he does. Yeah, so, uh, mm-hmm. Jay had to like do it on his own at, for a little bit, and then Roman came out and destroyed Otis with the ring steps, which wasn't a DQ. You are you gonna fucking DQ Roman? I mean, he scares me. Yeah, I mean, he is pretty scary. He yells at the refs. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was strange. Like it was so strange. Yeah, destroys Otis with the with the ring steps, and then you know he gets taken to the back, and um, they end up you know just overwhelming Kevin. Like, and Roman did the thing where like Jay did a lot of the work, but then like Roman told him like. You know, he was up on the top rope to do the finish, and Roman's like, get down, tag me in. Uh, yeah. So he could win the match. He did. Such a dick. Yeah. And then 
afterwards, you know, destroyed Kevin with chairs, and then Roman destroyed Jay with a chair. Ooh. Yeah. He said, Don't do things without me. He said, and look, the quote here says, uh, from Roman Reigns to Jay Uso, you and your family are going to fear me. <sighs> um, so I have a couple questions. Um, is, does Kevin Owens look even more athletic next to Otis? Like, he's already an athletic big boy, but does it, like, does it, like, amp that up a lot being next to Otis? Let me answer your question with a question. Have you ever seen Kevin mm-hmm. Owens do the worm? Did he do it? No, no, I don't know. I haven't okay. seen the match. I doubt it. But I'm saying okay, Otis good. is athletic for a big boy. It, it makes him, like, I mean, it definitely makes him seem, like, I don't know, more dynamic and, like, you know, not as, like, a big a, big a dude next to Otis. Yeah. <laughs> Otis is just... Like just I don't know, like the Pokemon Gollum. <laughs> dude, he is, he is, or like Machop, mm-hmm. or no, I don't even know, dude, because his arms don't go down. Yeah, Graveler, Graveler's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> totally, Geo Dude evolves into Graveler. Uh, he looks, like he's just a Graveler man. Mm-hmm. Like I, it make more sense if his head was coming out of his torso. Sure, like, fucking wish if he could do that, yeah. that would be great, actually. Um, second question: Did they announce is this going to be a TLC match? Or just it, it is going to be a T, it, it'll be a TLC match at TLC. Okay, what, which has Roman ever been in like a laddery match? Um, these so these two, I don't know what the stipulation was, but at the Royal Rumble, uh, would have been 2017, um, when Kevin was Universal Champion, they had a match that definitely had some kind of like stipulation to it because Kevin made his giant chair pyramid. Oh yeah, uh, okay. But it's a great match. I can't picture Roman in a ladder match. Can't picture him climbing with ladders. He, I would say, he might not be getting up there because it's not like you have to climb the ladder to win, right? No, but but I mean, Kevin's gonna do something stupid. I hope he bleeds. No, you do have to. Yeah, yeah. TLC match, you have to climb. Oh, okay. Ladder. Oh, yeah. Get the belt down. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like a ladder match, but just with With more with more weapon. I'm I'm really intrigued to see what this new Roman is gonna do because it's basically gonna be Roman beating the shit out of him. Yeah, I think he's gonna I think Roman's gonna bring a gun. <laughs> Tables, ladders, chairs, and gun match. Tables, ladders, chairs, and Roman's secret gun. <laughs> he has the golden gun. Yeah, um, that was that was SmackDown. It was largely pretty pretty good. I mean, SmackDown's been really good lately. Yeah. It yeah, to be just like the Roman stuff is so good. So I, uh, we... I, I always, I always think TLC is a fun pay per view for one of those because like, it's always like one of those like non consequential enough pay per views that they actually we actually get to see good matches. It's it's more consequential than Survivor Series, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it just is another one of those like uh, it seems like there's kind of a a holding pattern until we get to the Royal rumble and then mm-hmm. shit starts to kick off. And TLC is just one of those, like another one of those, like I just have a fun pay-per-view. Yeah. I just looked up the, the match at Royal rumble 2017 and I, the stipulation is so good. It is a no DQ match with Chris Jericho suspended in a shark cage. Oh, oh dude, yeah. They got to bring that shark cage back. Yeah. They still got it. Probably because still fucking Enzo made it stinky. <laughs> Farted they in. just can't. I get mean, we're gonna get the, the big, the big, the big cages sun tomorrow. So yeah, Fuck, dude. Yeah. Fuck, um, yeah dude. Should we talk about NXT now? Because uh, 
AEW was supposedly a big show. I, I, I feel like there's more stuff to talk about outside of the actual show with AEW, so maybe we should do NXT. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah we'll go Let's do it. The go home before War Games. War Games. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we started off with another, uh, you know, with a Pat Patterson memorial, as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen singing that man. My way. I've seen that man sing My Way more times this week than I think I've ever heard that song, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. Same. It's really good. But yeah, it started off with a moment of silence. The whole roster is out there um, and all the guys in the back. And, and it's cool. It's definitely emotional. I feel like, um, I don't know. I don't know this. If if Pat Patterson had any sort of um, uh, like hand in, in like a the, the crop of NXT, it kind of gave, think, me, it gave me that feeling I of like how he, Dusty Rhodes was kind of around a lot. And well, I obviously, think he but, but did. Yeah. And a lot of the pictures that they were showing during that, it's like there were a lot of NXT people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there's a lot of NXT background. So I think he did work with them oh, at least a bit. He did quite a bit. Sorry, you guys froze for about 20 seconds, but now oh. you're back. Whoa, okay. cool. It was so cold. Um, <laughs> Winter's coming. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, no, but it was good. Yeah, I think Pat Patterson, again, he's just one of those people. I, you just don't see a lot of people have unkind words about him. Um, mm-hmm. then the Eve started off Johnny Gargano on commentary. Uh, oh, I wish yeah. he, I wish he was here to, uh, to, to elaborate more, but it's okay. And, uh, <laughs> you got, uh, Leon Ruff and Damian Priest teaming up before their, mm-hmm. their, uh, opponents this, uh, this weekend here, uh, against who the fuck was it? Legato del Fantasma. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, it it was it was fun because you got yeah. to see Johnny was just up there talking shit about Priest. Uh, I hate I hate that stupid arrow. I hate that stupid arrow. Yeah. I laughed so hard. Just like the things he when he just says I hate Yeah, this like, I thing. hate Damian Priest. It's just so funny. <laughs> he's so he's such a like it it's so annoying but like in a funny good way yeah, yeah. he's yeah. completely figured out who his character he's, is right now remember when he remember when he first came to nxt and he could barely talk like every time he talked i was like man this guy sucks you remember like and he, i loved him as a wrestler but yeah he was no, so I, bad at speaking he looked so uncomfortable and now he's like he's one of my favorites oh, yeah he's so good um, but yeah, so like they, uh, they showed some good teamwork, Ruff and Priest, even though they're going to be opponents, which I actually thought was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Leon, uh, <laughs> no, I always, so in my head, I always want to say Leo Rush and I know it's Leon Ruff, mm-hmm. but the yeah. two names are so similar. They are too and similar they're, and they're both they're too tiny, tiny guys. and a tiny, yeah, both- that's right. But, uh, so Leon Ruff got the, the victory, uh, after tagging mm-hmm. himself in after Priest went on a rampage, which was cool. <sighs> Oh, uh, do you remember the joke Johnny said? Um, oh fuck, what was it? I remember he said yeah. he said Leon Leon Ruff is like is like a good joke. Like it it was pasta. It was pasta related. Oh oh, what do you? It was impasta. Yeah, cause yeah. He's a fake noodle. He's an impasta. Yeah. And then on yeah. commentary they said. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Johnny with the oh with the dad jokes, and he's like, "Well, no, if it was a dad joke, it'd have to be a parent." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Jonathan, oh, Jonathan." Like, that's just him off the cuff. I'm assuming. Oh like, yeah, like that's, that's that so... shit that actually cracks him the fuck up, and I cracked up. Yeah, yeah, it was great. 
Uh, after that, we got Cameron Grimes uh, uh, defeating August Gray in about 20 seconds. Um, and then he just whipped the shit out of him with a strap, uh, talking mm-hmm. a bunch of shit behind, you know, to Dexter Loomis facing the camera, whipping, whipping August Gray. And then August Gray gets out of the ring. Cameron Grimes going to the moon and all his shit in the ring. Fucking Dexter Loomis grabs that strap, kind of does his like little knee crawl where he slides on his crotch in the ring <laughs> and, uh, you know, scared Cameron. And then we're, mm-hmm. we're going to have a strap match on Sunday. I hope this is it. <laughs> I I think, yeah, I think that Cameron Grimes is probably going to win this. Like, and I think so. It's going to be done. I think so, too. And then maybe and then maybe Dexter Loomis goes away for a little bit. I I'm I fall so victim to the, the thing where um, it's the same thing with Orange Cassidy or anything. Anyone with a really defined gimmick. I'm like, oh, I mean, I get it. That's fun. But then it's like, where does it go? Yep. Once that lightning, once that lightning leaves the bottle, you know, when it's too inside of a box and you can't break out of it without ruining yourself, which yeah. it's like, how many, how many, di- has. Huh? how many different stories can you tell, you know, mm-hmm. when yeah. you have such a niche uh, character, like I'll fall in love with that character because it's so different, but then it's just like, where does it go? And I always want it to mm-hmm. go somewhere. I want to like Dexter Loomis. I can't mm-hmm. see what his next feud's going to be. Like yeah. NXT does a, like an, a pretty good job a lot of times with like introducing a character that has a really big gimmick like once or twice, taking them away for a while, then like working on what that gimmick actually is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like just throwing everything out there in the first. Like you remember Eric Bugenhagen? Boogs, dude, Rick Boogs, Rick Boogs. Like I think it's good that we haven't seen him in a while. But whenever they figure out what they're actually gonna do with him and they bring him back, like hopefully you know, it'll be good again. Like, yeah. it'll still be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dexter Loomis was that way, and then fortunately, he's just, like, not great in the ring, and they're just, like, it. Like, some, I, I don't even know what they need to do with that character, because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just, like... I liked the Roddy story better than this one. Yeah. I did, too. I like, um, I like the Cameron Grimes aspect of this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, Cameron is Cameron, incredible, but... He is making this, like... He's making this watchable mm-hmm. because he's so good. Because mm-hmm. if it was anyone else, like it would not be even watchable. Like it'd just be bad. Yeah. But like he, like he, it's entertaining even if the matches aren't good. Yeah. I do. It cracks me up. Bleacher Report uh, <laughs> refers to Cameron Grimes as a, uh, a Red Dead Redemption M- NPC, uh, <laughs> and that's really funny. Uh, after that, we got Jake Atlas versus. Tony, I believe it's pronounced Nesse. That's oh, Tony. Ab it's, Guy. It's Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, man, Jake Atlas, he's, I feel like he, this guy's just waiting in the wings. You know, he's got, he's, he's mm-hmm. still a little green. They're but, doing, they're doing the slow build with him. Like they're so good at doing. Yeah. Even his promo after the match was like, even kind of saying that, like, that he has to like rebuild himself up, lost. Like he's going to eventually come back for that title Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and i i'm so excited to see what happens with jake atlas uh tony niece i feel like you know good good for him good for him um (laughs) after that we the uh fucking kings of nxt came out pat mcafee just laid down that fucking hard truth about how uh, undisputed era sucks and it must suck to suck and uh and he's got a fucking team that only money can buy Mm mm-hmm I I do um, like that it is strictly money focused. Like it's 
it makes the the inevitable maybe not even turn but like it, they're yeah. all working together because they're all getting paid to when it contrasts their opponents so nicely when undisputed era is a brotherhood there you know you yeah. believe it you believe it when you watch the little the package of the the brothers night out or whatever the fuck and uh uh and so to have a team that's like we're here because money brought us here money buys the best shit i'm pat mcafee i'm really good at talking matt changed his complete his opinion completely about me <laughs> uh he said that and then uh i'm excited you know it'll be fun i'm yeah and like Oni and Birch being on a platform like this is so sick to me. Like they're the tag oh, yeah. champs. They mm-hmm. are, and I'm. Birch is fine to me. It's Oni Lorcan who it's I Oni. love. Dude, it's always been Oni. But, yeah. But like, um, um, I you know I think yeah. maybe maybe Pete Dunn could uh, dial it back a little bit as far as the the fake the tanning. tanning goes. But we can <laughs> yeah. you know I you know whatever. Go it's not it. even like offensively tan like we say. It's just looks bad. It, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it just looks like like you got it looks like you got chemicals caked onto your body. <laughs> yeah, um, but it it's it's just it's distracting a little bit. But I'm not gonna tell that to his face. God scares the no. shit out of me. Yeah, he'll kill mm-hmm. me. Legitimately terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the grizzled young vets beat the shit out of Everrise. Um, uh, Kevin Owens mad. Uh, you know, it's fucking French Canadian boys. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Imperium came out and, uh, grizzled young veterans versus Imperium ensued. It was supposed to be Everrise versus Imperium. Oh, okay. And then they came out and he said, now we're number one. We're number one. Uh, and then Zach Gibson, you know, everyone took their shoes off. No one really did that. But, uh, I'm just reading the results here. (laughs) And, yeah, uh, it looks like, uh, Imperium. Oh, Guess what? Match fucking. I I watched the Hulu cut full transparency. So did I. This was not on the. This Hulu was not cut on there. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a good match. Ever rise. It looks like the ending saw Ever rise came back to be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, actually, fuck you, and then disqualification finish. Oh, okay. And then they like just like ran out of the arena. Yeah, we're scared of these British guys. I believe it. I mean that. The- and the Imperium are. Ter- too terrifying people. I'm scared of mm-hmm. I'm scared of literally every single person involved, even Everrise. <laughs> Why not? Um and then I mean any wrestler could probably beat me up. I think I would be scared of any wrestler. I think so too. I'm trying to think of what wrestler I'm least scared of. I honestly can't think of any right now. Yeah. They're all more athletic than I am. They're all like I don't know. I might be able to take Elias, honestly. Maybe he doesn't That's scare me. That's a bold me. statement, he's, dude. That guy's big as fuck. No, he's, he's buff. He's buff. He's buff as hell. Like, and he's so, dude is so annoying that you know that people have started fights with him. <laughs> That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't track that. I don't think any wrestler, none of them. That's the official Russell Boys stance. We're not fighting any of you wrestlers. I might be least afraid of Sami Zayn. Yeah. I feel like him. Oh. Yeah. I would never want to fight Sami Zayn because I no, love neither him so I, much. But I'm saying if I ha- like, if I absolutely had to. Like, there's absolutely no choice. He might be the one I choose. Maybe, <laughs> but he's full of like righteous anger, and that's yeah. something that you know. Once that pot, once you pop that top, you just don't stop. I uh, probably wouldn't be scared of private party again, dude. But I, I, I <laughs> they could kick my ass easy. Every the, anyone could kick my ass. Yeah. Um, the, the main ski, Except though, Bryson. 
the main ski of <laughs> uh, Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel Gonzalez in a uh, ladder match to see who gets the advantage in the war yeah. in the war games match. Um, this match was full of twists and turns, and it was overbooked, but in a way that was good. Mm-hmm. Kind of needs it. Like I thought, like Raquel Gonzalez has gotten really good for like you know, mm-hmm. or how green she was. And like, she's, she's coming along really quickly. I thought this match exposed her a little bit. Like I think so too. Having it be a one-on-one match that goes this long. Like she just hasn't had to do it, mm-hmm. but like, she's still like still getting like really good, really quickly. And Shotzi carried her through this mm-hmm. mostly. Like there's just a couple rough spots. I agree yeah. with you. I think they did a good job though of, of like, of they've been doing a good job of building Raquel as somebody who is really going to be uh, an asset to this specific kind of match. Something that's really like hard hitting, you know, she's a fucking, she's their bruiser. And so it was cool. It was cool to get to see her in that, in that physical bout. But like you're saying, it did expose a couple green spots. Um, like there's a spot where she was supposed to throw Shotzi, like through the ropes to the outside. And like, she aimed Shotzi wrong. So Shotzi just like hit the ropes and then had to like crawl through them. Mm-hmm. They get to the next spot on her own, which she covered up well, but like just little things like that uh Shotzi did a coffin drop off the uh barrier yeah that was cool yeah hell yeah no there um, was a, there was some sick stuff yeah i'm i'm big on raquel i know she's still a little green but i feel like she i mean she's not athletic as like a keith lee or another like big dude but they're booking her a little differently than they would book like Anaya or Tamina and she's not as imposing as they are but she's still the monster in NXT Uh Mm -hmm. I'd say she's different but kind of almost equally imposing like because she's like six feet tall yeah yeah Um, yeah Yeah, her and uh, Rhea you know are kind of like the contrasting like figures in the in the Mm -hmm. match uh, yeah, they're kind of booked similarly, and and Rhea's like four inches shorter than Raquel. Yeah. Like, oh damn. Yeah, and I mean the way they're booking Raquel, like we said before, but it is like spot on. They're they're booking her like China, mm-hmm. and and it's working. Yeah, really well. yeah, totally. She's um, better in the ring than China already. China was never good in the ring. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> um, but the the match had a big twist. Oh twist. yeah, let's talk about the twist. You know, bruisers and and brawling, and we're going and we're going and we're going, and then guess who comes and fucking interrupts? Is the um, current champion Io Shirai, who's not mm-hmm. booked anywhere near this match. Uh, but this only happened after the 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 team of uh, Candice's team hopped down off their platform. After yeah, Andy Hartwell Andy gave them a ladder, a ladder, a ladder to get off their platform, and then a ladder up just magically appeared on the other side too. I know it, it. The whole thing is like, why then have the whole gimmick of they're stuck on these platforms? Just have them come in from the back. But I guess you, you know, I, I'm a fan of a uh, theatrics. They didn't show when the other ladder showed up. Maybe maybe it was EO. Yeah. Well, maybe and snuck in. Maybe? it makes a little sense because Candace's team beat EO up mm-hmm. a couple exactly. weeks ago. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so EO stopped uh, Gonzalez from winning the match um, after Team Candace came down and, and sort of laid waste to yeah, Shotzi. That was, that was a really sick spot. Raquel was like climbing up the ladder and EO spring did a springboard onto her back and put her into a sleeper. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Like, and like Raquel just... I you know I I climb up and down ladders at work quite a bit and I I never enjoy that uh-huh. I never 
never feel I never feel stable on a ladder. I definitely like anytime you have to like carry something up and down a ladder, it sucks. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Imagine like someone jumping onto your back, like staying stable on ladder. I used to every time I, when I worked at Whole Foods, every time I had to go up on the ladders, I would always just imagine what it would feel like to jump off and do like an elbow drop stop. Fuck that, dude. No. No. Yeah. Not even yeah. onto like a not even onto a like, mattress. I'm not jumping off a like, twenty foot ladder. Like it may, gives me so much respect for Shane. <laughs> I, like, I mean, well, I'm glad that it gives he's your respect isn't what he's, uh, you know, going for. But <laughs> I think it, hopefully it would mean, hopefully it means something to him, and maybe but it'll go a long way most, to get his father's love. He does the most insane stuff, second to maybe like Hardy, but like, and then like Kevin, uh, he's gonna it, do dude, something insane. He jumped TLC. out of a he jumped out of a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Jeff's never gone off the top of Hell in a Cell. That's no. true. That only Shane's done that. Like, I, I nothing else beats that. Like, no, it, visually stunning. I, I and well, in mankind, but yeah, that was different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shane's tooth didn't go through his nose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we did before uh, we get so yeah. Shotzi ends up winning the match. Uh, Io Shirai. The champion is now on on Team Shotzi. It's going to be such a mm-hmm. sick match. But before that even happened, before any of that happened, they uh, they they previewed that uh, we're probably going to get to see a sick new tank for Shotzi Blackheart. At, oh yeah, uh, takeover. People had, like, don't a, like a promo video. These, people don't like these vignettes. I love these vignettes. I agree. They with you. are so fucking sick. You got Black Sabbath playing, right? No Black, it's Black Sabbath, Sabbath playing, dude. You got fucking. Uh, eat, uh, Shotzi working on her own thing like she's a badass. She got welding, on her welding's own going stuff. on, dude. Yeah, her friends we're... show up with a cool engine, and then she's like, "Yeah, family." She says that to War Pigs is the the sickest song that rhymes a word with itself. <laughs> dude, asses and masses. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I like I like the little tease as to what it was, like the thing that they showed. Because yeah. they say it needs an engine. For a second, I thought Eo was going to jump out of there. <laughs> ah! <laughs> but I, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, dude, I'm excited. I'm excited to see a tank, you know, a little miniature tank, you know. They're good at building stories. Yeah, uh, maybe it's just Rusev's tank. <laughs> yeah, it's just the exact same. But they just like uh, put a different little banner on it for her <laughs> mm. um yeah i i don't know it was it was a cool way to to go off uh you know to the end the go home for uh yeah. war games because that's like the most war fun games. it's the most fun fucking pay-per-view yeah war games is my favorite day of the year um let's war just games. let's just get into war games now war games uh, um we got timmy thatcher versus tommy champa oh i didn't even talk about that that happened on nxt uh yeah. yeah they uh they they built it up uh Timmy was doing his fucking here's my class Champa showed up but it looks like maybe it was a trap maybe they wanted Champa to show up and mm-hmm. once Thatcher got Champa in that hole it was like eleven seconds or something and fucking lights out for mm-hmm. Champa lights out yeah, yeah. which really means cool. Timmy's losing this match pretty likely which is fine pretty like, pretty, pretty likely but I mean Champa needs. And yeah, yeah, but Champa kind of needs a win right now. You know, um, he does unless unless he's in a pattern where he's going to put over the newer guy in NXT too. I mean, yeah, not- I guess he's a, he is a veteran of NXT at this point. 
Also, where's Carrion Cross? Is he still hurt? hurt. He's still he's hurt. still hurt, but um, actually, like in an interview recently, Triple H said that he's like progressing well and probably like sooner than later going to be ready. He might so. might even show up at War Games. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Maybe. Um, Loomis versus Grimes in a strap match. We talked about this a little bit. This is um, definitely going to be more of a. Uh, uh, like a skit, like an in-ring skit, than a, a competitive match. My guess, my guess. I but uh, I'm excited to see it. I, I think it will be funny just for for the sake of Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Zach was saying. I, I do hope uh, Cameron wins this one. Yeah, I try. I I'm gonna try to like just put on like my old school wrestling like hat to watch this. Like like watching like old like some of the first few like WrestleManias and stuff oh, or like yeah. watching old Jake the Snake matches where mm-hmm. like it's not it's it, it's not the same as the the work we get today but, but like the there's same... still a good story that can be told even through like more a more basic match yeah but at the same time like half of it is the work we get today like Cameron still goes even when he's wrestling oh, Loomis yeah. I like, think there's just no way that you can have a a strap match that's they just tend to be so plotting. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that, like, it's a definitive win. Like, he actually overcomes Loomis. Because I could see he could very easily win by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Like Loomis I, I, trips I mean, over the strap. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it's... I, I'm sure what the finish is if Grimes wins is, like, basically him getting, like... Loomis pulling him into him with the strap and him hitting the cave in like oh, off the, like the slingshot from. Oh, yeah, that's really sick. That's so if sick. That does... finish, that's why they're doing a strap match is for the cave in. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. very smart. Uh, Leon Ruff versus Gargo versus Damian Priest. I don't. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 maybe Leon holds on to it for mm-hmm. a sneaky way. Well, because I could see Gargano and Priest infighting. Or, but you know what's going to happen too is the fucking ghost face is going to show up, and oh. that might swing it. David for... Arquette. No, it... Austin Theory. Or uh, Matthew or Matthew Lillard and uh, and his friend. <laughs> Ooh, Spoiler alert. What if, what if it's it, both? Yeah. It would be. It would be sick if David Arquette showed up. Honestly. What if it was David Arquette and Courtney Cox? Like, fuck. Like, that would if be this was insane. If this was. Arquette's return, like return to like the big one, the because he was never in WWE, he was WCW, he was right? WCW yeah. champion. Yeah, like if he shows up and it's him and RJ City oh, fuck, as dude. ghost faces, like I but, would love that. I if, all I'm gonna say, be, all I'm gonna say, that we better be getting ready to rumble too. If that happens, <laughs> we better be getting ready to rumble too. If that happens, <laughs> I just it's I mean it's not it's not. But that would be sick. That'd be fun. Officer Dewey in NXT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I don't know. I feel like it's either Gargano or Ruff. Um, I think so, too. I, 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 don't, I don't, you know. I don't know. What at the same time, like, it could be any of them. It could be any of them. I'm going to guess it's, it's Ruff, but... Um, Cause they're gonna take him for granted. Pre- they're not gonna take him pre- seriously. Yeah, and Priest might turn heel on Rough afterwards, and then go to the main roster. I can mm. see that. I can see something like that. Mm. Yeah, I can see a big like Damian Priest Royal Rumble debut kind of a thing. 
Maybe have mm-hmm. him go away for a second, have him have a big entrance in in the the Royal Rumble or something. That could be fun. He is more of a W like a main roster guy. I could so, well yeah. and Vince right. Yeah, he, Vince loves yeah, him because it, he's a big boy. Yeah, even though like I think he's really been coming into his own. Oh, like, he's been wonderful on this babyface run. Actually, like I think it's been really great. Um, but there's no way that Vince will see him as a babyface on the main roster. Mm-hmm. No, no way. No. Oh, um, also, uh, yeah, let's talk about, uh, the war games match. It's undisputed era versus, uh, Kings of NXT, the Kings of NXT, man, Um, Pat McAfee. Like I really, whenever I'm watching him or like even thinking about him, thinking about things like the name, the Kings of NXT, I start to like hate him. And then I realize, oh shit. Like he, that's like. He's actually just a really fucking good heel. He's incredible like, as a heel. He he's actually CM making Punk me, said everyone should be embarrassed. He's making me actually hate him. Like and like he he works me in the moment, and then I realize a second later, oh, he's working me so good. Uh huh, dude. Exactly. I, I'm honestly like I just did not expect it. I knew that the guy could talk. I mean, he has his own fucking show, but like. He he just is so good at being an asshole and just like telling everyone at home that they fucking suck. <laughs> it's like it's just so good. Um, and like I don't know, it's 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 good. I am curious to see though how that does translate to the physicality that he's going to bring to the match. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what people are going to be remembering. I know that he had a good debut against Cole, uh, and I'm sure he'll have some good spots. Uh, but he is such a good mouthpiece and. And like he said, I mean, he's 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 bought the the best uh, kind of backup he could have. He even well, gave a, a Mercedes to somebody who's not even in the team anymore. Here's the thing: like, I don't, I don't necessarily know that he's going to be in the match on tomorrow. Ooh, because we never found out who the the mask the other mask person was. He made it obvious that it was him, though, on NXT, but saying was, that he, it wasn't. He, he legit was not in town. He was doing his radio show in Indianapolis that day. Like, what? He legit, he legit was not there. What? So interesting. I, I was, I was sure it was him. Crazy. No, he, he was not in town. Um, so like, they could reveal, uh, you know, the fourth, the fourth king. Fuck, dude. Oh man, who would it be though? I mean, Finn. That. Yeah. Because Finn can't wrestle yet. That's oh, the only okay. thing. It'd be cool. It'd be. It makes some sense, except that, like, Finn would. I just can't. Finn doesn't care about money. He makes more money than you know, those other guys do. <laughs> like true. in kayfabe, he would have. Like, he would have had kayfabe to, and reality. He would have had to have dropped quite a bit of mass. But uh, give me yeah. Cassius Ono, dude. Give me Cassius Ono. That that'd be sick. I mean, Tyler Bate would make sense. Oh, that's like, right. I brought that up last yeah, that's week. That's right. That it's would make sense. It's Sting. It's NWO Sting. That guy still, the guy who's NWO was NWO Sting still wrestles. So, hey, okay, maybe it's maybe it's Jeff Jeff Hart. Jeff Hart, <laughs> Brett, Brett's um, long lost cousin Jeff. Yeah, um, I don't know. Also, there's some weird. Um, I read the rumor roundup every day, and there well, was giddy someone, on up. Well, round them up. What someone they say? involved in a high profile match. Who in uh, takeover tested positive for COVID, so that could change a lot of things. 
that could change because they are not letting them wrestle. I don't know who it is. My guess is Bobby mm. Fish because I don't trust Bobby Fish. But I don't fucking um, trust him either. Um, imagine if if it was Bobby Fish, and they had to and they had to just get rid of one member of Undisputed Era. Imagine if they who they got for their fourth person was Kevin Owens. Just like last year, to, wasn't it? To, well, he was against Undisputed Era last oh, year. Oh, that's right. That's right. But, so. but Kevin is buds with Adam Cole, like from mm-hmm. from way, way back. Yeah, so imagine if, like, yeah, the, like, things get reversed and Kevin, like, comes and helps Undisputed Era this year. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. I would love that. And, yeah. it would, and you know what? Fucking, I'm sorry, Bobby Fish. You got to get the fuck out of there then. Yeah, um, I am. I I feel like I don't know who's gonna win. I feel like Undisputed's gonna lose. It's interesting. I mean, I really don't know. I really don't know. I'm. It's it's gonna be a really good match. So it's gonna be I, wild. It'll be fun think, seeing. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, I could see it going either way. Uh-huh. Like you can get more babyface sympathy for Undisputed Era if they lose. But also, like, you can have the cool, like, give them that, like, babyface overcoming moment mm-hmm. and having them win. Also, I think, I don't think that Pete Dunne is going to be in this group for long. I think that they're using this as a springboard to, like, reintroduce him to NXT. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Put him into this match, and then they're going to, like, put the rocket behind him as a singles again. Oh, yeah. So if they lose, that could be an easy way for him to be, like, done with them. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm done with this bullshit like because in character like he doesn't he doesn't act, he shouldn't care and no. he kind of doesn't mm-hmm. he, i think he almost kind of oh yeah i think part of peter's this is me looking way into it but i think part of pete's uh motivation is revenge like mm. yeah he seems like, to be very much there of like this is an opportunity for me to get that ass whooping i want because he mm-hmm. yeah he's he he never like participates in the same way that Oni and Birch do in those promos. He's kind of just there looking like pissed off, like pissed mm-hmm. off to be there because like he's there for his own motivations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the character, the, the bruiser, the character of the bruiser weight should hate Pat McAfee. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. And I think, I think he might. And that turn is going to be wild. Pat even said it. He's like, you all want to watch me get beat up. Mm-hmm. Like he said that. And it's like, yeah, you know what a heel is. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, it's going to be fun. Everyone in this match is great. Mm-hmm. And if there are some back. cool secrets, that'll be also great. Yeah. Um, then we have the women's match, right? Yeah. Team Shotzi, which is Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Neo Shirai versus Team Candice, which is Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. I hope this headlines. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's the way that they've been building this, there's evidence that it might. I think it will. The women's They're, opened last year, and it's it, it's a hotter feud than mm-hmm. the, the men's one for Sure. And it has more high prof- profile people. I mean, mm-hmm. just Rhea and EO alone are more high profile than anyone on Pat McAfee's team right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Pete, Pete Dunn is the only one like with that like level mm-hmm. you know, to him. And, you know, he was gone for a while. So like 
He's not yeah. at that level right now. Yeah. And yeah, I I'm just excited because Candace this match was built for Candace. I mean, I'm speaking specifically one match that I have watched her in. Um the the infamous one. Um but I am so intrigued to see what they're going to do. I'm excited to see Shotzi in a match like this. Like, is she going to build some weird contraptions? Like, um, Oh man, I would I love that. No. Are we going to see know. Ember hit a fucking eclipse off the cage? Yeah. The clo- Cause she, in a, t- in a, uh, money in the bank match that she was in, like not this last, you know, obviously not this last one, but the year before she did, she hit one off of a ladder that was outside of the ring. One of those huge ones. Mm-hmm. To inside the ring on someone. That's true. Um, so that like that wasn't a full cage height, but it was higher than the top rope. So and we'll probably get an EO moonsault like we always do when there's oh, a yeah, cage. Oh yeah, gotta. And... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like we'll get the EO moonsault like kind of like in the middle of the match, and then one up it with the Ember. The eclipse. Eclipse. If it if if, if that's what that's a safe thing to do off that cage. <laughs> that's yeah. For her. There yeah. all there there has to be something like. I, I definitely, we saw the EO one before, you know, what was the ricochet did his like 540 or whatever off of there. He did the double, the, um, double moons, not, yeah. not moonsault. Uh, yeah. Moonsault. He did yeah. a double moonsault off of it. Uh-huh. We got we always got to have our fun. Some, something crazy happens. I can see Candace, Candace is going to bleed. Um, I hope, so. I hope the, I hope the women's match is more brutal than the, the it's men's so match. It's so weird saying, I hope that they bleed. I hope that they do that. <laughs> The one last year was like was probably more brutal than the men's like in reality because there was like all the shit with that Kaylee Ray was doing because she's a deathmatch wrestler. That's right. There was the spot where Rhea hit her out of the air with the trash can. That was so sick. God damn. Remember how badass it it was the handcuff spot uh, at the end where they were handcuffed together and she hit the riptide to win. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Who you got? Team Shotzi, Team Candace. Um, I think Team Candace is gonna sneak it out. Ooh, what I think. Yeah, I mean, probably. I think I I I think we're gonna get a baby one baby face and one heel win in the two war games matches. So, like, I think it's probably gonna be Team Candace with undisputed winning, but it could be exactly the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Team Shotzi. Like, I think they're building. Shotzi, um, mm. and if it's at the end, it's going to be a babyface win. They're rebuilding. They're rebuilding Ember. Um, Eo's the champion, and Rhea is Rhea. So, I, I just think, I think it makes sense that yeah, they would so win. Yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Either way, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm just really excited to watch this show. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do something, treat myself right, and just watch this show. Hell yeah. I'm going to stop playing Ghost of Tsushima and just watch this show. I picked that game up last night. I'm fucking playing it. <sighs> Very fun. Um, all right. Let's talk about AEW Winter A- Wonder mm-hmm. Slam Cold. Winter is coming. Yeah, like ropes. Good for them. Good for winter. Good for winter. Um, Get it. 
All right, it started with a geek battle royal. Um, a diamond, a dy- dynamite the, diamond di- battle royal. Yeah. Um, I just wrote down what happened at the end. So, do you want to get into it? No. All right. What happened at the end? I was making dinner. Um, I was making dinner during most of it. Orange and MJF are the final two, and they'll have a match next week to see who gets it. Who gets that ring? That uh, the diamond ring that fucking uh, MJF has been that wearing for a year should be defend. What? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't don't understand it. No, I don't either. But I really. uh, we've talked about how the orange Cassidy gimmick is getting a little bit stale, but Mm -hmm. the introduction of a diamond ring is, is intriguing to me. I agree. I agree. Especially since he's a punchy boy. He's got that orange punch. Punch with the ring on. I agree with you. I I think, I think orange Cassidy has got to take it. Also just him taking his hand out of his pockets to reveal the ring. It's a fun little moment. Like, yeah, this, I'm trying to find any po- like find positive moments yeah. or positive thoughts to have yeah. about AEW because um, I I thought this was a good episode for the first time in a while. Oh, oh. So. I actually I actually enjoyed it. I did too. Uh, I think I I could really see um, either the, the uh, match going to Cassidy because uh, Sammy Guevara can't fucking keep his shit shit together and keep uh you know the uh the old inner circle together uh or i could see maybe wardlow having enough of mjf's shit that's uh, what i want i would that's like what it i want wardlow from the get-go has really not been a part of this thing with the inner circle so i could see him being like i'm out dude this sucks now you used to be mm-hmm. cool max <laughs> uh then we had jericho versus frankie kazarian um Two old men, one who can still wrestle. I uh, skipped through most of this match. I mean, it, Jericho won. It is skippable, I'm sorry to say. I love Frankie Kazarian, and I'm still entertained by watching Chris Jericho, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, not the thing that we're going to remember from Winter is Coming version yeah. of Dynamite. There was, some, there was some infighting during the Battle Royal. Or no, this was during the match, right? Where uh, MJF was going to come out and potentially throw in the towel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, just to be a shit. And then uh, Sammy Guevara came out, took the towel away from him. Yeah, Th- yeah their yeah, infighting yeah. distracted Jericho, and uh, uh, he lost. Or no, and Jericho still won the match, but it it almost cost him. Yeah, and so uh, Jericho says next week there's going to be an ultimatum. They have seven days to think about it. The inner circle works together as a team, or they break up forever. Kind of like break up forever, dude. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. Get Jake Hager out yeah. of here. I, I don't yeah. like him. Make him go bye bye. And get him out of here, um, dude. Uh, give Wardlow the big push that we thought he was going to get when he was uh, <laughs> coming in. Yeah, when he was fighting dudes on a rooftop. Yeah, I do. So you know, speculation, speculation. I think they might. I do have a feeling they might break up the inner circle only because. You know, we've I've heard you heard the rumors. We've heard the rumors that initially that was supposed to be a Gallows and Anderson thing. All this with the new addition of what we will be getting more into that there's going to mm-hmm. be a working relationship between a certain company and whatnot. I think they might uh, they they might dissolve the inner circle as it stands right now and and put something else together. Again, we'll get into it. Yeah, um, Britt Baker versus Layla Hirsch. I liked Layla Hirsch. I thought that, I thought she was cool. Does. Rip Baker sucks, right? She's not a good wrestler. No, she's a good wrestler. This wasn't a good match. Okay. Her super kicks make me upset. 
Yeah, I agree I'd rather you. watch Carmella super. Mm. I agree with you, but I also it's a two way street. You got to sell it. Layla Hirsch, I don't think did no, the best her, job of selling. There's no slap. It doesn't mm. sound good. Her her and foot clearly stops right here. It's like, oh. And it just looks like she just. I don't know. Sean Michael like Adam Cole has a wonderful one. Like Carmella's is cool. Like they look like they're actually hitting and this it looks like she's lazily lifting up her leg and mm. just mm. don't do it. If you're not not everyone is good at that the magic of that move. If you're not good at it don't do it. Like Kevin Owens is my lowest standard for a super kick. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he has his a good are, one. His are great, but that's the lowest of my standards. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I'm with you. I, I think the match itself wasn't really that great. I do. I thought Layla Hirsch was pretty cool. Um, not yeah. like saying she was really good or anything, but she's cool enough. Mm. I, I just, can't. it's another thing. AEW doesn't make me care. Yeah, um, and as much and, as I want to care about their women's division, and I want to care, like a lot of people use this argument. Um, about AEW, you just gotta not, wait till 2020, dude. Well, no, they say I get my women's wrestling elsewhere, and I do, but it's like I don't want to. I want to get it everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like I, I, I just I hate it. I would rather watch WWE women's like low level women's wrestling is more compelling to me than AEW's division. It is right now. And that's like unfortunate because they have plenty of talent. Like, yeah. That's not the issue. And um, they're bringing talent in from everywhere. Hey, dude, I, on a week to week basis, every single week, I, I don't for, for even, I can't even count anymore. Commentary cannot figure out if it is Reba or if it is rebel. And and then they correct themselves and then go back on the correction within a matter of seconds. I think this week straight up it was like Tony Schiavone was like Reba Reba's in there to to cause the distraction or Rebel or Reba Rebel you know whatever. It's just like he's just giving up. It's like if it's like, you get if you if commentary doesn't care that means no one. Then cares. Why are we supposed to care? Exactly. It's mm. that's not true because Jim Ross doesn't care about much. But Jim Ross um, is barely hanging in there. I'm sorry, <laughs> mentally. I, I, the guy has too much to call. Yeah, as he 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 should not be in a a a, a position to be doing play by play sort I, of I, stuff. I thought he did a good job in the main event, and that's how you need to use him. Use him mm-hmm. sparingly, of course. Matches like that. He is good at matches like that. Yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa came out to beat Brick Bay. Britt Bigger ended up winning. Thunder Rosa came out to beat her up. Um, have they? They haven't feuded at all, right? This is like the beginning. No, I think of, this, no, no, is, no. this is what we've been waiting for, kind of a thing. Okay. And Thunder Rosa s- does not have the NWA title, or does she? She lost. She does not anymore. And so she has nothing. Hikaru Shida is still the champion. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, she she's in a, she's in a thing with Abaddon. Okay, that sounds like a fake name to me, and I'm like, what is what is Abaddon? Uh, AEW Dark. Like, okay, Abaddon is the is spooky. Oh AEW yeah. Wrestler. Oh yeah. Okay. She's Sue Young. Oh shit, we're gonna we might get to see her and versus Sue Young soon. Oh, honestly, there might be some really cool shit coming down the pipe. Yeah, I mean, thing is like. We're about to see either a good chance for AEW's women's division to get elevated, mm-hmm. um, or we're gonna have a like make something that makes them even like more obviously mm-hmm. like lacking because and it, the the best women's divisions in the world are 
NXT, mm-hmm. and then like Impact, Impact and Shimmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Impact is Impact's women's division is incredible. Yeah, that's so, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, I've yeah. So, but the idea of outsourcing your women's division is so like eye rolly. That's the thing. Is like you bet. I I hope they use this working relationship to build everybody. And not be like, oh, these established stars. Like, oh, we got Jordan Grace over here. Oh, we got we got this whole fucking team over here on Impact. We'll just, oh, we'll just use that. That's our women's division. If they do that, I, come on now. Use it to elevate who you have. And I hope that's what they do. But, mm. the, but that being said, there's going to be some sick fucking matches coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Cody and Dobby versus Team Taz, which was Dobby. Will Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Um, Dog. Darby- you know what? Go ahead. And here's my thing with AEW. Every week I like to be an AEW apologist because I enjoy most of the programming. But three weeks ago, you introduced the idea to me that Cody Rhodes is going to be fighting Shaquille O'Neal. You did that to me three weeks ago. I am going to expand on this a little more in just a little bit. But yeah, go, go. That's it. You can't be three weeks ago. You gave me a hint of an idea that Cody Rhodes and Shaquille O'Neal would be fighting. And now every time I see Cody Rhodes, I'm like, where's Shaq? Mm-hmm. Where's Shaq? Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt yeah. about this match. Where's Shaq? Um, what if, what if you, the same after this match, the same exact video and music played, but it had been Shaq? Shaq that's kind of, to, and I'm not kidding, but, Zach. That's what I was hoping for. But <laughs> imagine the dissonance of just the that music and video Shaq. package. And then Shaq. But Shaq comes out in sting face paint. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Ricky and Will beat up Arn Anderson, Dustin Rhodes comes out, Cage comes out, and then An the lights go Cody black, match. the lights go dark, oh yeah, Darby and Cody won, the lights go dark, and Sting comes out. Dude. So, alright, Sting's an old, old man. 61 years young. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ, so. He and Arn Anderson are the same age, which is, uh, real weird to think about when you saw them standing next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Sting not feel can't, that way. Sting can't wrestle. I so I actually I heard uh or I saw something that was su- suggesting so he did get signed to a multi-year deal with AEW. It, and it mm. to be fair and and not to take away from it it was it was actually a really cool surprise. You it, could tell commentary it was a great was. moment. They weren't yeah. ready it, for it. It was a, it was a cool really cool debut. Um, and according it, according to the rumors no one knew he was showing up except probably Cody. Until he walked mm. from the trailer he was hiding in to the front where he needed to be, no one knew he was there. Um, it, That's it. it's so cool. It, I, you love hearing stuff when you can surprise people like in a roster. Like it, it's all it's that's fun. Uh, I saw that he he signed to a multi year deal. Uh, allegedly he, he will be physical. He will be a physical presence. Like he might, but he's not going to be doing any matches. I don't think he himself said he doesn't want to. He he would only wrestle one more match, and it would be if it could be with the Undertaker. So. Mark, um, Cal- Mark Calloway fucking AEW dude. I, I really hope that, like, so WWE, when Sting came in there, his debut was sick, and then they immediately dropped the ball. And so, like, I thought that this debut was at least as good as the WWE one. Like, mm-hmm. it, I thought they it, it felt like old Sting in, like, mm-hmm. a good way. This yeah. was a rare moment where yeah, this WCW like nostalgia. Sting. Yeah. Like tantrics, just having tantric sex out there in the ring. Yeah, dude, exactly, um, dude. Slapping that bass and fucking coming for hours, dude. Yeah, <laughs> being a really boring musician. Um, yeah. Uh, like, I just really hope that they actually do 
interesting stuff with him that isn't just immediately like you know only relying on that nostalgia i would like, use that nostalgia yeah. to then move forward with something cool. what i hope happens to me what would be the best and the, they maybe teased it a little bit uh is if this is what gets darby allen to really sit under someone's learning tree how he was so like distress quote-unquote disrespectful to taz if it's like this is clearly Darby Allen idolized Sting, I think that they I mean they even mentioned it when Sting came out and they had mm-hmm. that little stare down. If this is what gets Darby Allen to be like uh to kind of like slow down and listen and and learn from from Sting, I think that would be such a cool pairing. But it it would yeah. be and like I like I kind of cringe in on AEW of how much they like reference like oh, we're on TNT and like <laughs> yeah, like here. hinting at the f- they can't talk about wcw yeah because they don't own, like yeah right because they just have to talk about tnt yeah. they like oh this hasn't happened in like there hasn't been wrestling on tnt since 2001 you know <laughs> yeah. march 26 2001 <laughs> um the last match like that's what makes me cringe except like when then sting like stared down like darby in a way like was kind of like analyzing him uh-huh because and they were and they mentioned like oh like the you know legend on you know re- like wrestling on the tnt network and the new tnt champion yeah like yeah i actually thought that was a good way of doing it mm-hmm. yeah they, they were able to have a really cool like pop of like whoa stings here and then plant a seed of something that could be really cool but but AEW has yet to build up any sort of like equity where we think they're going to handle this correct or i think they're going to handle this correctly i don't i but like no uh but well, there is some really really cool potential well, and going back to what you were saying earlier, like, um, they, him signing a multi-year deal makes me feel like this is a little different, but like nothing happened with Mike Tyson. Nothing has happened with Shaq. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there have been more where they just dropped the ball. I know Tyson was his own thing. He wanted to go fight, but yeah, like, he took Shaq, shirt off. <laughs> that was awesome. Shaq has to get some Papa Murphy's commercials or something. He's busy. Or Papa John's commercials. But, like, um, man, what if they did a CGI match where it was Shaq and the General versus, like, Cody and uh, the cartoon version of Ellen DeGeneres? Dude, just for real Brand Slam? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, it would be like Sting and. Billy Graham, like yeah. the evangelical shit, that's dead now. Because yeah. I, I wasn't he the host of the Seven Hundred Club? E- no, that's I don't. Pat Robertson? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That even shittier person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you have you all seen? Speaking of weird religious stuff, have you seen the video of a uh, Kenneth Copeland uh, praying COVID out? But the dude put like sick guitarist. Oh, behind dude, it. yeah. <laughs> We're just like blow it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy sucks. How is he still alive? Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Um, is that enough sting talk? It, we'll see. I mean, you know, it, we can only see it. They like we said, they had a successful. Uh, you know, uh, debut. It's exciting to see what they're going to do. Um, mm-hmm. but arguably that's not even the, that's definitely not even arguably. That's just definitely not the biggest thing to come out of, uh, this yeah. episode of dynamite. So yeah, let's keep it rolling. The, rolling, the rolling. end of this was ruined for me. So maybe that's what made the match less compelling to me. Um, I did write down that Moxley has really good working punches. 
Oh, and yeah. maybe it's because he's actually just punching Kenny Omega in the face. There was that moment when they when he brought the the, the chairs the in, chairs they, and they sat down. They were slugging each other in the face. They were yeah. clearly clenching their jaw when it was their turn to get hit. It was like it was the the equivalent of like a chop off, but they just yeah. sat down and punched each other in the face. <laughs> and, and, so and maybe he, they're not um, even working punches, but <laughs> Mark's is good punches. Jaw thing, like when he has when he clenches his jaw because he's actually getting hit. It's like the most like he's great at everything he does but it's like the most obvious like tell of something uh-huh. i've ever seen wrestling is when he actually gets hurt and like the difference between his cells and when he actually gets punched because he just like he looks like he just put every warhead candy in his yeah. mouth at once <laughs> like when he actually gets punched <laughs> yeah, yeah totally um but yeah i didn't the end was cool but i didn't the match itself i didn't care about so actually, that's so. It's funny you bring it up because Katie and I were talking the same thing when we were watching it. it where, I, but I really, I genuinely chalk it up to if that if there had been you know seven to ten thousand people in attendance, that match would have fucking blown the roof off of any Maybe, place. Maybe, but I, I, I just think, think that a match can only be so good while we're in this specific era. When you have a, a relatively empty dailies place, you could have a great physical match, but there's just no energy to go off of. I also think a match can only be so good if John Moxley's in it. Uh, yeah, like I mean, yeah, good point. Except like their death match was legit. I thought great. Yeah, like, but this the whole gimmick of this was it was a normal wrestling match. Until, yeah. well, until, and Moxley, until the ending, huh? Moxley isn't a more normal wrestling match guy. Kenny, was, yeah, Kenny is. Kenny has had. Four of the greatest matches that have ever been wrestling matches. There and was probably the, more than that. There was but, that, yeah. there was that part where uh, before the I match guess, when they're playing the video package and uh, John Moxley's like the part was like now the only thing left to do is go out there make him go banana, which was a really funny <laughs> thing for him to say. But uh, uh, well, I, you know, you know what that was? That was a Pat Patterson reference. Oh, was oh, it? Oh, cute. Um, um yeah that was that was really cool i forgot about oh good that, because yeah. I, um, because I pat was patterson like, what make him go banana uh you pat patterson's accent is is hilarious it's so the only thing funnier than it is people's impersonations of it <laughs> yeah um but yeah he only says go banana he would only say go banana oh like, that's actually like just a, that's so it cool. was like a little like thing of english being his second language instead of bananas yeah like yeah, he would say I want to say they go banana. That's a, that's that. that's so sweet. That's actually so awesome. Um, yeah, I but I but just, John Moxley in that promo did he said two of the best the two best wrestlers in the world about to go at it. It's like okay, <laughs> all right, you can say I mean, that, but <laughs> technically John Moxley is the best because he has that championship. He's one of the most exciting. Sure, he whoever. is PWI's number one wrestler of the year because that wow. list is done in kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So exactly, I. I think what I need to do is get Kenny Okada out of my head. That Kenny is gone. We're never getting that Kenny back because he's not working with Okada. Sure. And I think sure. those matches are great because it's two people who are legitimately perfect specimens of professional wrestlers. No, I mean, and I'm with you hundred percent. I, I, do I think, just think that's just my thing. I just need to get that out of my head and then maybe I'll enjoy Kenny Omega again. But I got to be honest. I think if you put one of those Kenny, you put an Okada Omega match in an empty Daly's Place arena 
it maybe would be better than what we saw, but it still wouldn't. You just can only do so much when you don't have mm. the crowd to give everything to and then receive back from. So it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is like comedy in that way, where without a reaction, it what is it? Right. And so I, I, I really found myself in a similar boat where I was watching this match, and I was like, every part of me wants to be fucking so into this, but I can only give so much. And I think it's because there's just so much to get from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I, I thought they put on a, a, a performance that didn't, they didn't underdeliver from what they said they were gonna do. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't expect much. They weren't touting Moxley. Yeah, they weren't touting this as a what was the greatest wrestling, wrestling match in the world, like yeah. fucking uh, Edge and Orton or anything like that. <laughs> I was tipped um, off but, a little bit. It was weird when Don Callis was out there. It makes sense now. Uh, yeah, and he's been there for he, he's been there for a couple yeah. of uh, Omega matches, but because mm. it's Kenny's uncle. Well, he was trained by Kenny's uncle. Oh, he was like Don Callis as a wrestler was trained by Kenny's uncle. Whoa, cool. Uh, Um, yeah, and like they're both from Winnipeg, like, um, which is like two, like that's like having three, like them and Jericho both all being from Winnipeg is like having like three wrestlers from Boise. That's like right. That's like like at that level. It's like a, it's like a, uh, uh, an event like a, like a Bermuda Bermuda Triangle. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. How did this happen? Um, Um, go ahead. Yeah, and like. Uh, I don't know. I, I, the, the fact that they've set this up by Don Callis already being there, like, yeah. like it before, because you know that this has been a plan. Yeah. Like, this feel. I'm. I am sure. Like, I don't necessarily think the execution was great. Like along the way. Like I think that, you know, just because it was the plan doesn't mean it's automatically amazing. But I do give it tons of respect that this is obviously what the plan for the story of Kenny has been all along. Mm-hmm. And like they've set and they've been setting it up and now paying it off. So to go back to what we were yeah. talking about with the the women's division too, I think that this has been a plan all along. And I think that's what the wait you got to wait, just wait. It's got to wait. That I think the idea has been a cross promotional like rivalry sort of a thing. But I that's my guess is that they but I, but how dare you start a wrestling company hinged solely on the fact that you're going to be conjoining with another wrestling company for your your promotion I, it's just like i don't know you they they could tell the same they could have the same payoff to the story with having the beats in like on the way be better than they have been completely like, that's, completely that's the thing is like i i hope that this is a, a turning point where things do start to improve and like really ramp it up and i i'm gonna honestly guess that COVID has altered the timeline for this plan. Uh, has oh, to yeah. Have. Has to have. Uh, it has to have. And, you know, because, like, that seriously complicates um, conjoining two companies and having intermingling between two companies, like, to then have to, like, figure out, two, like, two different places' protocols for, like, COVID shit. You know? Yeah. Like, 100% makes sense. Um. It, it's just like it just has complicated everything unfortunately like i still think they could have told a better story even with those complications like they've just they've dropped the ball pretty consistently like 
on yep. on something, especially the women's division. Mm-hmm. Women's division every single week is they've dropped the ball when there's no need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Even if things don't go according to your initial plan, pivot, pivot, and do something that that still delivers on what you were promising us at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, so Kenny gets hurt or fake hurt. Uh, Don Callis goes to check on him and kind of distracts Moxley. Kind of. More so the ref. Mm. Uh, grabs a mic, hits Mox, busting him open. Kenny wins. Yeah, yeah. Don Callis is like saying like he's hurt like on the mic and stuff. And yeah. Mox is Kenny like, I mic. don't care. <laughs> I, it, I know it's kind of a it was a fun little beat, though, because Kenny's whole thing coming into this was like, quote, quote, unquote, like, leave your trash wrestling at home. Uh, yeah, let's see how, how you fare in a fight, like a real fight. And then, you know, obviously he wins with the use of a weapon. It's like, oh, you son of a bitch. It's funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uses the weapon then still like B triggers the shit out of. Oh, Don yeah, Moxley he did. And it's the one wing angel. Uh, which is cool, man. I, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen a good one wing angel. But uh, just, you know, Moxley ain't ain't he's ain't, he's no small fry. It was cool to see him Mm-mm. take that. Um, it was funny that when, so then, and then Kenny and then, yeah, so Kenny and Callis are running run out of away. the, they're le- they run away. And then Alex Marvez just hops out from behind a vehicle. Like, Hey guys, yeah. Hi. what are you Jump doing? Scare. What happened? And then, I don't know if you, I don't know if I was the only one, but when Don Callis is like, we'll explain on Tuesday. And he was like, what are you talking about? Marvez is like dynamites on Wednesday. In my head, I was like, Oh, I'm going to do it on dark. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, you'll find out next week on Impact Wrestling. It, yeah, it, it was it was cool. Maybe because I'm not as familiar, or I haven't been expecting it as much. But there was that part where it almost hit me delayed, where I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I was like, "Oh, wait, that's huge." Yeah, yeah, like it's because that's where Gals and Anderson are, right? Yeah, it's and- where the Young Bucks became the Young Bucks it was TNA, but. Mm. Yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. um we got yeah, Gals and Anderson over there, you know. And another thing to remember too, Kenny's also the AAA champion right now. <laughs> and NWA is also so like yeah. involved in AEW. So it's so far it seems like a triangle. And then you kind of have a loose loose thing with Moxley going to Japan, like they're at least aware of each other's um, you know, contracts, but so I, and we still don't know who took him out. So mm-hmm. the safe guess would be someone from Impact. You know? But Kenta, yep, is yep. owed a fight with Moxley mm-hmm. at you know for that for the North American title. Oh shit! So like that's the like I don't necessarily think that's it. Right. I don't. I don't necessarily. Exp- I don't want to expect uh, a new Japan partnership because if it does happen, I want to actually be, but, be surprised by but it. But Tanahashi was in the video. What? What? Wait. Was there something? Was the there something? Chris Jericho like mm. thank you video. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. like flip their shit over that. I think I want it to be Kenta because I think it's a good closure to like New Japan and AEW being separated finally. 
But it would, but it would mean that they're working together. Yeah, that'd mean they're working they're, together, Derek. That'd be the opposite of what you're saying. No, they're working together for this one thing because they have this one loose end. I love to, that. I, I love that in up. concept. I love that in concept. But they would just try to milk as much money as they possibly could out of out of working with each other. But how sick? I mean, how the, the amount of dream matches that come up? You know, when you think about multiple like brands working together, multiple like worldwide stuff, worldwide stuff. Well. Uh, well, you know who's open to it now? Triple H. He said he was open to it. I'll believe, I'll say, I'll believe, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Also, apparently, yeah. rumor, rumors are, are are circulating that the uh, the uh, assumed power change that would have been uh, Vince to uh, Triple H and Stephanie is looking more like it's going to be a power change from Vince to Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> As like soul, apparently Bruce Pritchard has just become the guy that you go to yeah. if you want to talk to Vince. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like you know, like oh, give Bruce your what you say, he'll relay it to Vince. It's just mm-hmm. this like I don't know, man. It would be that's sp- what and what what it was for a long time there. So it just has gone back, just too. gone back. Yeah, and uh, apparently, um, apparently Bruce will uh, accidentally or accidentally or. Maybe on purpose, bring a gun to work again someday and get fired again. <laughs> yep. We'll see. Um, I, I was, I was, I thoroughly enjoyed Dynamite. It, they set up some really fun stuff. It felt like a pay-per-view that we just got to watch on a, a, you know, Wednesday night. But they still have, they still, we still have to see what they do next. It's like, okay, so, now you've got us excited. You got me excited again. But please, I mean, please. This- Impact is the best wrestling show I'd never watch. Yeah. So I guess yeah. now yeah. I'd. Gonna be watching Impact next Tuesday for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, it'll I be saying. it'll be interesting to see who he who Mox or who Kenny goes after there. I don't know who's there. Is it? I mean, is Skrull still there? No. Well, no. He was in Ring of Honor, and oh, that's he's right. Dead he, now. he has not been on any of their programming since they came back, and he's not even listed on the roster page. Yeah, he um, was also at one point. The owner or something he's weird. A booker. He's oh, a booker. Okay. Um, nobody knows what the deal is with that. If he's still doing anything, he only re- he recently returned to social media, which I knew because I had forgotten to unfollow him. Oh, did he find God too? No, he just like posted some like nothing picture. Like, oh, I don't remember what it was, but oh, yeah. is I'm just looking at the uh impact like knockout division. Is Diana Peraza mm-hmm. the the champ right now? It appears to be. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, she won the championship in her first match for the for the company. I, she lost it and then got it back since then. And I didn't okay. realize that Tennille Dashwood's there. That's also sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's the roster stack. Jazz has started wrestling yeah. for them in a tag team with Jordan Grace. Oh, that's so rad. And and Jordan Grace is the fucking shit. She's so awesome. Um, um the thing with Impact is they're they have an amazing roster, except right now for like their world title scene. Like is not at that same level. It's been like Rich Swan and um, Eric Young and I don't <laughs> know. WWE guys. Yeah, well, and then like Moose, who kind of sucks. Um, but like their the X division and their tag team division, and their women's division are all fucking stacked. Like, and they have cool so storylines where people die. Mm-hmm. People That's true. Get shot at impact. Kids get, kids get killed. <laughs> Yeah, kids get hit by a car and people get shot and actually die. 
and there are actual zombies. There are matches that happen inside of people's minds sometimes. Sick. And then there's also just good wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, how am I? Yeah, how have I not been watching Impact Wrestling? It's even like easy to act. Like it's on Twitch. Yeah. Like, Is it really? Yeah. They they have it. You, you can watch. Uh, their show every week on their Twitch channel or Access TV. This is great news. <laughs> yeah. And if you ever are just feeling like watching wrestling but don't want to make a choice, just go to their Twitch channel and they'll have something random and old playing, and you'll occasionally get like an AJ Styles Samoa Joe match from <laughs> 2008. Man, that's cool. It'll be it'll be interesting to um see what that does to their numbers. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, That'd Rhino, be... fucking Rhino and Slater are there. Come on now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, Swoggle's there. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, Swoggle is there. Isn't Swoggle um, everywhere? Dude. Yeah, he was on every show in one week. But Seriously. Swoggle is doing an AJ Styles impersonation gimmick right now, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, man, that's so sick. He even has the AJ Styles logo because AJ owns the, the, like, the logos and stuff and just licenses it to WWE. So he can give permission for other people to use it. That's so I rad. I love that he's giving it to Swoggle to impersonate him. That's cute. Dude, That's friendship. Give me, give me fucking Eddie Kingston versus Tommy Dreamer right now, though, dude. That'd probably be a boring ass match, but you know, <laughs> you want. I still want to see it. Uh, just imagine if there's the Bullet Club reunion with Gallows and Anderson, and then Swoggle just is there as AJ, and they just call him AJ. <sighs> I love it. Like Kenny doesn't rem- like get that it's not actually AJ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like AJ was short. You're short. Okay. <laughs> yeah. AJ, AJ, shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I must have grown taller from all my new powers. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, y'all want to answer some questions from Blurg? I would love to. That was the end of wrestling this week, everyone. Okay. What's scarier, an abandoned home that's seemingly trapped in time, hmm. uh, no damage, nothing really out of place, etc., or a dilapidated abandoned home that's more visually spooky? Oh, like what? It would be weird if you walked into a home and it was just an exact, beautiful, not even a speck of dust, like Victorian home kind of a thing, or yeah. you see a dilapidated old fucking building. I gotta go dilapidate a building because you're probably gonna step on some rusty ass nails, dude. Yeah. Um, Stepford stuff doesn't really. This like the first example reminds me of like the Stepford wives, and that doesn't scare me a ton because I can adapt to like, I can just fucking buy into the fucking uh, creepiness of it. Um, I'd also be so fascinated to be somewhere that was untouched by time. Yeah, that would that that would be tight. I, I I could get a little spooked by that. Depends. Like, yeah. But I've also been in plenty plenty of Mormon homes. <laughs> True. True. Um, have you ever explored an abandoned location? Several times. Several times. Mm-hmm. Caldwell's a boring place. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, y'all know the uh, on the drive to like to Portland or Seattle. There's the like. The concrete. Oh, plant. there's like, like the, there's the yeah. old one, and then the, the newer one, like a few miles up the road. I, I've gone to that old one. It's pretty cool. That does Tight. look really cool. 
Yeah, we used um, to love exploring fucking like abandoned places, and uh, I and that's where you almost step on some rusty ass nails. You gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spookiest. This is actually like one of the spookiest experiences of my life. Um, here in Boise, in like next to um, downtown, there's like the old like linen district, not the linen building, but the linen district, uh-huh. like between um, like Bodo and uh, the library. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a building that was an actual like linen like manufacturing plant for mm-hmm. a long time. That's where they moved like Comic Con and stuff like that. Oh yeah, like. like Back when I was in college, it was still run down and still just an abandoned building. And just as a joke, one time, me and my friends were walking to a movie when we lived on, at BSU and just checked the door and it was unlocked. And we like went in there and there was still like parts full of like towels and stuff like that that had been used in the business that obviously just hadn't been cleared out. Whoa. But it was at night and it was super spooky because we were just like, it was like felt kind of haunted, but then also we we're just like legitimately there's probably like homeless people like just living in here. That's why the door is unlocked and we're about to like go around a corner uh-huh. and like spook someone. You yep, know, or, exactly. Or something. That's like, that's yeah. always been that's like the the hindsight thing. Some of the places we snuck into be like, oh, spooky ghosts. And it's like, well, people probably just didn't have houses and we're actually just living there. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it was good. That was very spooky. No, I if you're you know, if you're listening to this show and you're young and you, you you can't get in. You can't get in serious trouble from the law. Fucking go sneak into some places. Be be safe, but have some fun. But yeah, uh, I wish I did. It you know it's a good time if you like being spooked. If you like being spooked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather date Mothman or Bigfoot, or is there another spooky monster you'd rather fall in love with? Oh man, what cryptid would I like to fucking be with? Mm. Like romantically? Mothman's up there. Mothman, kind of daddy, dude. Um. Mm. Yeah, uh, fucking Nessie. I want to make I want to make friends with waterfowl. Um, do do sirens count or is that too broad? No, sirens count. Okay. Oh, sirens, yeah, sirens. Because I don't I mean. know if I've ever said this on an audio medium. I have always wanted to fuck a mermaid. Now, how wanted do you th- them just to deposit their eggs there on the ocean bed? And have you seen the lighthouse? Them? I was gonna say I have not. very much lighthouse esque. <laughs> Is that yeah. what that it fulfilled my dreams good. of that? It's good. I just, I, my fears it wouldn't go the way that you think it would go. Oh, no, I it think wouldn't. that is literally the um, that's the point. Yeah, that's the actual story of what's of, of sirens. Yeah, well, I, well like, that's true, but I mean, mermaids in general. I'm like, Derek, in, you're, I'm like, you're into the, sleeping with sirens, Derek. No, I'm not Brady. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know, I'm into the fear of it, I'm into the water of it. I'm always, dude. That's the thing is, like, you try. They're always trying to trick my brain, dude. It's like, yeah, yeah you have a, you have a, a an upper torso of mm-hmm. of a person, and mm-hmm. that's traditionally that's very attractive. Fine, that's fine. And you got that fish tail, which is real nice. And you got that yeah. fish body. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, Bigfoot. I, I would wish... love to uh, befriend, of course. Yeah, like Harry, yeah. Harry or, and the Henderson. I, I feel like being friends with Bigfoot would be like being friends with Jason Siegel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I imagine it's Seth Rogen's voice. Uh, <laughs> I just heard him on how to, uh, how did this get made? <laughs> just showing cats. up. <laughs> Cat, oh, cats was one. Katie and I watched cats on Thanksgiving and that's what I was. And I was saying, you know, uh, it wasn't necessarily reciprocated, but I was like, why are they trying to make me horny for cats? Because they have human bodies 
with human features. They used to have hum- they used to have buttholes. Mm-hmm. Then they cut that out. Allegedly, they fixed the butts. Uh, but and Jason Derulo's dick. Jason yeah, Derulo's they dick. They got rid of Jason Derulo's dick. But then all of a sudden you're not supposed to because guess what? It's actually cats. So don't. Yeah. It's a confusing. Yeah, don't get horny for cats. My cats get horny for each other, but don't get horny for cats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how... Unless you're a furry oh. and it's a consensual thing with another furry, not an actual cat. If any, you if, go yes. do your own yipping thing. No kink, <laughs> no kink shaming. As long as yeah, it's consensual, cats cannot. Just, it's not going to be. It's not going to go for you. I should have made it more furry related, but I don't know the terms, and I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, I only know yiffing. Um, these are sports questions. How will the Mavs do this NBA season? Oh, Mavs, that's my team. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, they're going to do real good. Luka Doncic is an uh, amazing player, and he's like only 21 years old. So Tight. he's going to keep getting better. Luka Doncic. Uh, he's, he looks like the biggest. He, he has the most douchebag look of any person in the world. Like more um, than like... Uh, Mark Andrews, more than like, yeah. more so, than like Pat McAfee. Like it's a similar energy to Pat McAfee. Like okay, okay. So like enough that it doesn't even feel like, like over the top. Okay, douchebag okay. look. Like if you try to say like, like draw a caricature of a douchebag, you wouldn't draw these guys because these guys are. It's too real. Mm. Like this is actually what douchebags look like. But he's an amazing player and getting real good. So. Hell yeah. They'll probably pass a lot of the rubber around, probably sink a lot of baskets. Yeah. yeah they're go heat. They'll probably be a four or five seed in the West. Yeah, dude. There'll probably be a lot of, probably, probably a few technical fouls, though, for being honest. Oh, I mean, likely. <laughs> Maybe a free throw. Um, how many more seasons does Aaron Rodgers have left in him? Oh, man. That's definitely meant for Isai. Yeah. I got it. 15. Five. That's 15 because that's how many seasons mm. of Supernatural there is. 17 because that's how many seasons of Grey's Anatomy there are. <laughs> uh, no, like probably, probably, I don't know. He's really good still. Mm-hmm. Four or five. Who knows? Maybe more. Maybe more. I like Aaron Rodgers, even though I don't like the Packers necessarily. Mm-hmm. I, also don't, I don't follow football anymore. Aaron so. Rodgers is my favorite football player because he's fucking wild. Uh, also, he does the title belt uh, touchdown. I don't know if he still does that, but he used to at least do the title belt touchdown celebration. Hell yeah. He just flashed like, the title belt. Oh, uh, the whole, like, hey, my title belt. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's sick. And he's a fun interview. Like he, There's a weird, really he weird video aliens. Of, of him and Boney Vare interviewing each other at Lambeau Field. Him and Justin Vernon, like, because they're both, like, like, apparently Aaron Rodgers is a big fan of Boney Vare's music. And uh, Justin Vernon's from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So it's them sitting in a luxury box at Lambeau Field interviewing each other for an hour. That's kind of wow. sick. Well, and and it's really cool and weird. There's also like, um, he believes in aliens. He's been on You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. He's just, he's a cool guy. Shout out, Cheryl, shout out Aaron Rodgers. He's on Pat McAfee's show a lot. Okay. Football connection. Um, that's all the questions. Um, 
thank you for listening to our show. Hope everyone has um, a good time watching War Games. Yeah, yeah. watch if War Games. If you want some other good wrestling to watch, WWE Network recently uploaded a bunch of like best of Pete Dunne in progress. Ooh, that, and I, I started going through some of those best of progress stuff. Hell yeah! There's some, there's some, there's some bangers in there. Like, but especially if you've never watched the Pete Dunne Ilya Dragunov match a couple years ago in progress. It's on there, and also Pete Dunne versus Cara Noir. Really good if you want to see like a new a newer wrestler. Hell yeah! He's, I, th- I think still the Progress World Champion. He's, he's rad. Fuck he's, yeah! Good recommendation. As a Black Swan gimmick. <laughs> Natalie wow. Portman. Uh, kind of. Except like his his gimmick is that he's a disgraced former like royal ball- ballet company dancer. Cool gimmick. He's now a wrestler. And wrestles barefoot, so there's some fun spots in a match with Pete Dunne. Does he do a wow. lot of twists and twirls? Uh yeah, he's Breaks. very acrobatic, but also he's like a striker. Like he's really good at like brawling, but is a like comes out in black swan gimmick. Fuck so, yeah, that's cool. Sick. I'll watch that. Oh yeah, good recommendations. Wow. Um I don't have any time to watch extracurricular wrestling because I play Ghost of Tsushima. Because you're a twelfth and... century samurai trying to uh take yeah. on the Mongol forces. Yeah, I you gotta kill the Mongols. That's all I gotta do. Sometimes. Excuse me, miss. Just gonna isolate when did the Mongols rule China. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I've also I'm just gonna isolate the played... audio of Derek saying I gotta kill the Mongols. <laughs> <laughs> I've also played roughly ten minutes of Tony Hawk, and god damn it is so fun. Yeah, I, I killed a lot of it hours is... doing that. I've been playing Doom Eternal as well. That game is Ooh. fun, but it is horde. I have I have a list and um I haven't played a PS5 game yet. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my lists are PS4 games. <laughs> Dude, fuck, fuck, um, fuck, yeah. Uh, yeah, Death Stranding's next, and I'm very excited to walk around with a backpack. One of these days, I'm going to fucking blast through the first Last of Us, because I bought the second one when it was on sale, just because I wanted it, because I knew I was going to want to play it. Yeah, um, well, I got the idea stuck of blasting and hated through that it. Ga- yeah, I was going to say, the idea of blasting through that game, got to blast through the first 12 to 15 hours that are terrible. <laughs> oh, really? And then the game gets really good. I've wasted more time. Like I said, I watched a lot of Supernatural. I'm I'm okay at wasting time on things that are not fucking good. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's the show. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And um, Russell Boys three sixteen says, "I am never prepared for this, so maybe I should stop doing it." No, no, never. stop okay. even thinking about that. You okay. keep it. Uh, you keep doing it. R.I.P. Okay. Pat Patterson.